Okay. And then this is one of the things that uh, you will experience when you meditate because a lot of people think that, oh, I meditate, I should be, you know, always peaceful, blissful, happy. <laughs> it's not always the case. <laughs> Sometimes, it actually, it's, it's normal. You, you know, when you, it, this is why. And I know I heard people say, oh, you don't meditate. Meditate will make you crazy. Meditation will make you crazy. <laughs> Because of, you know, in, in, in daily life, it's outside world because we're always very busy with things. And then sometimes all these unresolved emotions, like for example, someone upset us, you know, or, or we feel hurt, you know, or disappointment. And sometimes because it's, it's unpleasant. So we tend to, you know, run away, you know, distract ourselves, you know, into some people into shopping, some into, you know, uh, 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 Calling friends, friends, you know, and this, this look for distraction. Actually, a way to is an escape to to run away from all this 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 emotion because it's unpleasant, you know, disappointment if you hurt or tra- or the trauma, you know, or frustration, and because it's unpleasant, so most people tend to run away, you know, you, you distract yourself, you try to, some into, into alcohol, into drugs, into, you know, all, all sorts of, all sorts of way, but this is unskillful. So that's why when you meditate, because your mind, when your mind become peaceful, and all this unresolved emotion actually um, um, emerge actually is normal, you know, you have to let it out, because the more you try to suppress it, Actually, you, you, you are feeding it, you're getting worse. They said, why you see people that, that just ended up killing someone over small little thing? Actually, actually, it's not because of that incident, you know, this person blow up. Actually, it's been accumulation of unresolved emotion because we've never been resolved. We keep pushing it away or suppress it. They said meditation is not about try to fight it. Okay, you know, I try to deny that I do. I shouldn't feel this way or run away or you, you know you you use something. You know, some some people tend to 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 to, to keep telling themselves off. You know, oh, don't think of this. You know, I can tell you the more you tell yourself don't think, I can hundred percent guarantee you you think more. You think more. Actually, you're feeding it because it's suppressed. You don't try to suppress, you don't try to fight. But that's why you need, your mind has to be stable enough to be able to see that. They say, they say, they say in a monastery, if some people, they are not skilled, they are not experienced meditator. Normally, we don't allow them to, to, to spend too much time like in solitude because sometimes that can be very, can be really overwhelming because of all those, you know, when you become peaceful. And all this, you know, all this uh, uh, unresolved emotion, all this, because you, you, you haven't been dealt with, you've been suppressed. That can be really make you crazy. Some people go through like almost like, you know, like psychotic episode, you know. And that's like, because your mind is not, not stable enough, not peaceful enough to deal with those emotions. Because it's, it's just like, you know, it's just like, it's just like a, 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 a wall, you know, it's just like the, the retaining wall, you know, and then you just open up a little bit, oh, they really, you know, the, the, the trend of thoughts, the emotion is just casting, you know, and very difficult. If you are not skilled, 
you are not paced well enough, you will really drive you crazy. And then people think that, oh, because meditation, they start you become crazy. It's nothing to do with your meditation because meditation is you become peaceful, your mind calm. It's just like, it's just like you know, you look at the pond, you know, when, when the water becomes still, you see all the rubbish underneath, isn't it? When it's not still, you can't see, isn't it? You know, when everything's settled, my goodness, underneath is all the rubbish when the water is clear. The same thing when your mind is peaceful, when your mind is clear. That is when you have the clarity. Actually, you think that it's not that it's always there. Just because you don't have the clarity, you don't see it. And this meditation, actually, your mind becomes more subtle. You have more clarity. You'll be able to see things in a more subtle way because your, your mind becomes more refined. When your mind becomes more refined, you'll be able to see things that, you know, on a more subtle level. And the more refined, you know, it's more on a microscopic level, very clear. That's why it's a common thing, like people come to monastery, and people just ordains, you know, or anagarikas. They will say that, oh, how come when I come to monastery, I find that I, I, it seems I have more defilements. I said, it's not that you have more defilements. It's just that you don't even know that it's there. Because in the monastery, you can't run away. You have no entertainment. You know, you, can, you have nowhere to go. <laughs> that you've been forced to look at it, you know. To look at yourself, you've been forced to deal with your emotion. But outside, you can find ways. A lot of escape route, isn't it? Escape, you know, to, to, to distract yourself, not to look at it, pretend that oh, it's not there, it's not there. But it's there. But if you don't deal with it, it keep it building up. And building up is it's like, like, like okay, no, you know, it just explodes. And they say sometimes that when, you know, isn't it when you're in a bad mood, no one can talk to you. Anyone open their mouth, you're sad. Isn't that getting into trouble? Actually, this depends. It's, it's already building up. It's already cooking. And then depends on who is the last one. Who is the last one who lit it, you know? And then that, actually, it's nothing to do with the person. It's just you're not being dealt with. Oh, you're, you know, we, I, we have one uh, uh, supporter said, and she's uh, she's not okay, and because she been abused for a long, long time, then then ended up she she really she doesn't know how to deal. She been suppressed, and she doesn't know how to look for help, and because of she suppressed that, and one day she she killed her husband. Because and then she didn't even know what happened afterwards because that that moment, you really insane. You don't really know. What she didn't even know what after when she realized that she already killed her husband, she didn't she didn't even know she can't recall what happened. It's just when she realized it, it's already happened. This is actually is very, very dangerous. That if we don't know how to skillfully, you know, the, the resolve all this unresolved emotion is built up. And sometimes you think that it's resolved, actually you're feeding it. If you are not skillful, you think that you resolve it, you know, actually you're feeding it. So normally, like for example, anger, sometimes, sometimes when you meditate, suddenly you feel a, a lot of agitation, irritation, that is the anger. So anger itself is a secondary emotion. It's not the primary emotion. The primary emotions like, like you know, like others like frustration, you know, embarrassment, you've gone through hurt, trauma, but it's been built up. Anger is, 
is, is the secondary emotion. It's just like the indicator telling you that I'm not right. You know, like, like there's something wrong with your, your, your body. You feel the pain. Pain is telling you that that is something wrong. The anger, actually, the agitation, irritation telling you that that is something wrong. That is, you know, that is already up to your limit. You can't hold anymore. The agitation comes, that means you are up to your limit. If you continue to hold, continue to suppress, you will blow. That is an indication. And then this uh, anger itself is also a predominant emotion. You know, you, you, you can see, you feel that, that that is the one that you can't see other things, you know, but actually you only, you only feel the anger, but actually underneath, it's just like the, the, the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg, you only see that, but at the, at the bottom is really that big. Then actually it's the accumulation of all this unresolved emotion you've been not, because you've been keep running away or suppressing it and, and try to fight. Then it's being a Accumulated, and without knowing that, and that's like, that's like meditation. Actually, is not that you always peaceful and calm, you know. Of course, when you you be, if you be able to deal with it, you know, to resolve it, you know, skillfully, actually, eventually you become peaceful, you know. Of course, you will go through that. It's quite normal. That's like that's like when. When, when, when people said to me, oh, it seems I have more defilements. I said, I said you know what happened? I said, it's just like when, when, when the path full of leaves, you don't bother, isn't it? You can't, you know, but imagine if the path is very, like this is so clean. You, you put a few, a bit of, you know, few leaves on top, stand up, isn't it? The same thing is stand up. Doesn't mean that you have more defilements. It's just that, Outside because there's too, too, too many things going on and then you don't see that and then your mind is not refined enough to see that. So that's why you think that it's not there. You think, oh, um, maybe, you know, I'm, 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 I'm have, having no, I don't have any progress. It's getting worse, you know. Actually, you know that whether you improve or not because things don't bother you, you know, as much compared to last time. That is, it's because the Buddha said this is a gradual training. It's not certainly, you know, it just disappears. You know, it won't. You know, it takes a bit of time, it takes a bit of training. So I said, they said something, I say, you, when you see that, actually, you, you started to understand if you're not involved, like yesterday I said, you just be the observer. Whatever, when you meditate, whatever emerge in this moment, not fight, not to suppress. It's just to embrace that suffering. It's just like, like a conditioner, like a mother, you know, no matter how the children, it's still okay, it's still love it. But because our tendency is to, to try to get rid of anything that we don't like, unpleasant. Anything that we like, we try to hold on. But whatever arises, actually, it won't stay. Whether it's happiness, whether the most, you know, you, you look back in your life, you know, you look back. All oh, those wonderful experiences, you think, ah, so wonderful. Where is it now? Gone. It won't stay there forever. It won't, you know, it come and go, come and go. So when you realize that it's come and go, it's not going to stay. Then, you re- then this is where you learn to, to, to let go. It's okay, it's no big deal, you know. At the end of the day, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, it's not going to stay anywhere. But 
we are the one we, we create so much suffering for ourselves. We try to control, we try to manipulate, we try to think oh this this you know I this pleasant feeling, I want to make it stay. And then it go away faster. And then these, you know, unpleasant feelings, I want it to go away, you know. Then it stay longer because you are feeding it. You know, I remember someone said to me that, oh, you know, I, I'm going through a divorce, you know. I've been, you know, I can't stand because I've been, my mind keep thinking of my ex. I don't want to think of him. So she will occupy herself. She make herself so busy that she do whole day, you know, she try to, be as busy as she can so that she have no time to think of her ex. I tell you what happened, she think more, she told me. And I told her, it doesn't work that way. I said, never mind. Next time you think of your ex, hmm, very interesting. Oh, I still think of him. Hmm, okay. It will, decide, it will go away immediately because the more you fight, the more it stays, isn't it? And we all have the experience, isn't it? I said, no, it's okay. I said, what a big deal if you think of him, isn't it? I said, okay, I still think of him. Mm, very interesting. Mm, mm, I still, actually, it's normal. You've been living with that person all these years. Of course, you think of that person is normal. It's not, it's not a crime, isn't it, to think of him. And it's just okay. Then if the moment is okay, you know, actually, a lot of people think that letting go is trying to get rid of things. Acceptance is letting go. It's okay that I feel this way. If you're depressed, oh, I feel depressed. This is how I feel. The moment you recognize, you acknowledge, you accept that, you forgive. Actually, it's a subside. But the more you think, that, oh, I shouldn't feel depressed. Oh, I shouldn't. It's, 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 it's like we tend to identify that. This is no good. This is bad because I experience this. I should be happy all the time. I should be peaceful all the time because I'm a meditator. You know, I shouldn't feel that way. Actually, you create more suffering for yourself. The more you fight, actually, to be able to just be the observer, just not to control, is not easy. So you have to develop your, establish your mindfulness, establish your present moment awareness and then you have to you have to have strong mindfulness and also stillness your mind have to be peaceful and calm and stable enough not to get affected that you need a bit of training so that is naturally the more you know when you develop your mind your mindfulness is strong and then you're very peaceful you're very calm and naturally you not get affected naturally you're peaceful and calm and it comes naturally you can't make your mind peaceful you can't make it happen you have to put in the causes to understand that but they say like, like most people find anger is very addictive sometimes you, you like to be angry because why you feel more alive i'm exist this is come from the sense of self you know and then also you feel you either because come from the sense of self that you know that the ego you know you know you you know, you, you're feeding your ego. You feel, you feel, you feel the self-righteousness. I'm right. I'm, you know, somebody is wrong, you know. That should be punished. I should, you know, punish that person. Or it's, it's okay that, you know, I give it back to them. Or, you know, retaliate. I think that we, we tend to justify. And or sometimes we, we tend to victimize. Oh, poor thing. Oh, yeah, this person. Oh, how come? Oh, they bully me. Oh, oh poor me. You know, he, he, that is how, this is the sense of self, the ego, you know. And then the, 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 the Buddhist self, but the three conceits is 
it's not it's like I'm better I'm good I'm worse so oh, terrible oh nobody no one like me like low self-esteem is also ego but most people think that it's ego you only think that oh I, I think that I'm the best I'm good I'm better than anyone but if you think that you're worse than anyone it's also ego the low self-esteem this is you identify who you are I'm good, I'm bad. So this is how constantly whatever experience that we're experiencing in this moment, we tend to identify that experience as this is me. I'm, if, I, if you feel depressed, oh, I am depressed. This is how I am. I am depressed. So I should, de- I should depress for the rest of my life. I'm grumpy now. I, then we, this is how we, we are the one. We sentence ourselves, we, we life imprisonment. This is, that's it. You should feel that way. And, and, and she actually subtly, subconsciously, we keep reinforcing that. Keep telling ourselves, this is you. This is how you should feel. And actually, we don't, we don't see that we are the one who creating the suffering to add on the suffering. So that, like the Buddha said, the wise one, you know, the, the wise one, they, they, they just say, okay, yeah, you know, it's painful. This is how I feel. It's the full stop. Like the foolish one, the Buddha said, you know, when you strap an arrow, the foolish one will pick up another arrow and they, they keep popping themselves a few more times. And this is how you incur more suffering. The wise one, yeah, it's just painful and it stops, isn't it? That's it. And they say sometimes they, people find that the, 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 the anger, they find anger addictive because they make them feel alive. You see, when someone angry, they're very strong, isn't it? Full of energy. Because when, when you, if you rely, you develop the habit of being angry to feel that you exist, you feel alive, you feel you, feel you have the energy. It becomes a habit and you get addicted to that. It's just like an addiction. When you develop into habit, it's just like an addiction. You know that it's no, not good, <laughs> you know, and you know that afterwards you suffer. It's like a borrowed energy. It's just like, you know, and drain more energy. Afterwards, you, you use up more. It's just like a borrowed energy. But you can't help it. When you develop the habit, it's just like a default setting. You can't help it. You just naturally, you know, you, you, just, you just follow that. You just repeat that. that you just repeat the habit uh, that, that, that reaction again and again and again. So what happened? You repeat the same thing again. Do you have a different results? No, isn't it? You get the same results. Then we by thinking, how come you know that you, you don't see that actually you are the one who created that without knowing? And because it's very subtle, and then subconsciously we've been doing all this all the time throughout our life. You know. They said sometimes I just recently I, I told someone, I, I just giving a short Dharma reflection. I said, we tend to complicate our life. Life itself is so simple. It's very simple. You either get better or you get bitter. That's all, isn't it? You know, but sometimes you know, yeah, you know, you either get bitter or you get better. So so sometimes just like whatever happened to us, you know, whatever has been happened to us. You either accept it and allow it to make you a better person or you keep go on and on churning over again and again. Or someone, you know, said being wrote to me and then you go back, you know, churning, thinking about it all day, all night. But 
the person who who did that to you, being rude to you, don't even remember what they have done. And then you go on and on and on. And also, you cannot, you, you cannot avoid, you know, you cannot control what other people said to you. If people being rude to you, it's just review who that person is, it's not who you are. But we just, because when, when we get into this habit, it's like an addiction. And also, and also when, when you're getting, like the Buddha said, anger, when, when, when you get angry at others, it's just, like, it's just like you're drinking poison. You think that, you know, I'm angry at you. Oh, you know, they want, they want to make that person feel bad. It's just like you're drinking poison, you think that the other person will die. No, you are the one who suffered. The more you think about it, how do you feel? You feel that, that emotion is very unpleasant and so much suffering. And then, and it drains lots of mental energy. When you have no mental energy, how do you feel? Really doubt. Everything, oh, not interested. Everything, oh, not interested. And then, this is how you started to feel depressed because of the use of lots of mental energy and worrying, worrying about, you know. And, and, and I know someone told me that, I know that I'm a worrier, but I can't help it, you know. I can't help it because <coughs> even though you know, but you cannot help it. That's why we say, oh, happy, die hard. You know, it, it, actually, it takes time. They say, first of all, you have to be able to develop clarity. They say, be able to see your underlying tendency, some of the your, your habitual pattern, your mental habitual pattern that brings you suffering. But without a peaceful mind, without the clarity, if you, do, you are not mindful, you are able to see. That's like the first of all, you, you will develop, when you train your mind, you develop your mind, your mind becomes more peaceful and you have more clarity, you'll be able to see that. Because you, then you'll be able to see, ah, oh, this is really leading me to suffering. This really caused me, you know, so much suffering because of I've been, I've been, you know, reacting that way. I've been, you know, causing myself more suffering without knowing that. That's like the when we meditate, when we practice, actually we develop that clarity. So that's why sometimes when you, if you be able to see certain certain habitual pattern or certain underlying tendency or things that you in the past are unable to see, but you say, oh, you started to see that you react to certain things or certain situation in a certain way, then, oh, Actually, you say sadhu sadhu to yourself. Actually, it's very difficult to see our own defilements, our own mistakes. It's very easy to see others because it's too close. So whenever you see your own defilements, you say sadhu sadhu. So you need to, you need to have the wisdom, the clarity to see your own defilements. You know, there's a there's a someone said to me, oh, yeah, that 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 come and talk to me that you know, oh, I I. That, that tell me that, you know, that's, I, I'm, I'm an angry person, you know, sometimes, you know, then, you know, uh, I, sometimes I react this way. Then I, I told that person, I said, Sadhu, Sadhu, at least you know that you're an angry person. You're not trying to deny, you know. So I said, at least you're wise to the extent, you know. Like the, like the Buddha said, a fool knows that he's a fool. He's still wise to the extent. If a fool thinks that he's, he's wise, is indeed a fool. So I said, if you come and tell me that, oh, I am perfectly fine. Oh, I have no defilements. Oh, I tell you, I'm really worried about you. <laughs> but you come and tell me, oh, you see that? I sadu, sadu. At least you know 
that at least you see, like the Buddha said, why to the extent, you know, at least, you know, at least they say sometimes you need to have that, the clarity that is a wisdom, you know, be able to see that because, because when your mind become more and more brighter, you know, more, more clarity, you be able to see things in more and more subtle level. The more your mind become more and more refined, you can see things on a more subtle level. So as you, the more you see, the more clarity you see, the easier you let go. So just like Achan said, you let go a little bit, you have a little bit of happiness. So you let go, because sometimes it's easy to say and done, let go, let go. We all can say that, isn't it? Can you do it? No, isn't it? I mean, saying this is one thing. Oh, I know that I have to let go, but I can't let go. But sometimes the letting go also happen little by little. But you can see, if you trace back, you can see that when, when you let go a little bit more, you, you free yourself because holding on to that actually is that it really bound you. You're not free. Like you've been, you know, like you, you've been, like the, like the Buddha said, like the shackles, you know, you, you tie on your neck, tie on your, your, your leg, you know, you, get, you can't move, you know. But then when you loosen a little bit, you feel, oh, I feel better. The same thing is gradually, you know. So that's like, as you develop the, the clarity, your mindfulness, as you establish your mindfulness, you strengthen your mindfulness. And then this is how you're getting more clarity and then you see more and then you become more and more. It's, it's happened naturally. You cannot make it happen. You cannot, you know, try to make your mind peaceful and make it happen. So you have to understand the cause, to put in the cause. Why? So first of all, that's why it's important. You have to put into practice present moment awareness. You can practice throughout in your daily life, whatever you do. Just keep bringing your mind back to present moment awareness. Just be what you are doing. When you are doing this, you continue. But we tend to, sometimes we are here, but our mind is not here. You know? And then, because sometimes people think that, oh, a practice meditation, that's it. I have to sit on the cushion. You can't just sit on the cushion and force yourself to become peaceful and calm. No. You have, to, you have to create the condition, you have to put in the causes, you know. That, because when, when in your daily life, you, 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 you practice present moment awareness, then it's helped you to, to, to establish, you know, to develop a mindfulness. Like throughout, you know, you're more mindful. Then when you see it, it's easier, it becomes more peaceful. Imagine if, if the whole day you've been following your thoughts, you've been following, you know, your mind is always out there, you know, a busy body getting involved with other people, a business emotion. And then your mind is so busy, you think you can, you can, you can become peaceful when you sit down. No, you can't. So that's why you, you have to, 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 to develop the habit, like make it like just naturally part of you. Of course, there are certain, there are, there, there, there are you know, certain practice, you know, is helped you to how to overcome anger. Like, of course, mostly uh, many people were met, uh, recommended like practice metta, you know, metta meditation, loving kindness meditation. So tomorrow we will have the, the loving kindness meditation. I will have the, the introduction and also the guided meditation. And also sometimes people, uh, people think that, oh, do Dharma reflection is, is, is good to help. But 
normally I always warn people be careful with Dharma reflection. Sometimes that can be counterproductive if you don't know how to apply it because especially when you are very emotional, when you're very angry, you try to contemplate, you try to reflect. You think you can really do it? Because the reflection and contemplation, your mind has to be somehow quite peaceful and calm. They say sometimes you can do that after your mind become more peaceful and calm. I remember I have someone uh, a few years ago, she's, she spent the three months reign in, in our monastery. And then she came for interview, she told me that she's always have problem with another person and gotten very angry with that person and not in good terms. Then she listened to Ajahn Brahm talks. That Ajahn Brahm said, don't water the weeds, water the plant. So whenever she's angry, she keeps telling herself, don't water the, the, the weed, water the plant. <laughs> and she feels better. And she thinks that it's working, okay? So actually, it's nothing wrong with that, that reflection. It's nothing wrong. It's like the, the medicine is, is, is like the, the doctor prescribed, you know, the medicine is nothing wrong with the medicine. The how you apply, how you use it. But she, and then she didn't know actually subtly she'd been using that to suppress her anger. And then she kept doing that for a while. And one day, she really blow over a very small thing. And she told me she was really shocked. How come, how come I get so angry? Like not, not, not really getting better, you know. And she's got very angry. Actually, thinks that it's really, very small thing. And she was shocked that how come I get so angry? She really blow up, you know, you know, shouted at that person. And she said, she was so shocked. How come I get, like, getting worse? Like, like you know, I have more anger. Then she told me she realized actually she'd been used. I said, it's sadhu, sadhu, at least you'll be able to see that. She realized actually she's using this, you know, don't water, don't water the weeds, water the, the, water the plant. Actually, it's a way to suppress her emotion. So it's not really like, you know, like, like just observe, looking at it. But I said, I, I, I said, and then I told her, normally when you're in that, you know, that, emotional, very emotional, you know, and you're in that mode and that condition. I said, you, you, you can't do that. I said, I think the best things when you're very angry, you know, you try to take three deep breaths. Actually, it stops. It gives you a little break, you know. Okay. And then I said, then it's good that you go to feel how you feel how your, your body reaction, how your body feels when you're very angry. So actually this helps you to take your mind away. Because normally when you're very angry, it's always followed by thoughts, isn't it? We were thinking about it and then we're talking about it and then go on and on and on. And then this helps you to go back to your body, stay with your body. Because body, just aware of the body sensation, your feelings and to feel how you feel like when you're angry. Maybe you can feel that your chest is very tight or you can feel that it's very difficult to breathe. It's so tight, your whole body, you know, tense up. This is okay. Bring your awareness, you know, into your body. Just relax your body and just stay with your body. Of course, it's good that you can stay with that, that, that feelings, you know, 
But sometimes it's very difficult, but especially your mindfulness is not strong enough. And also you're not peaceful enough. It's quite difficult to stay with that very strong, you know, unpleasant feelings. So if you, if you, find, you find that you, with the emotion, if you find that it's very difficult, so you go back to your body, feel your body. Because the, your, it, when, when you have that emotion, actually it manifests in your body. So next time when you feel anxieties, so usually I, t- I ask people, okay, next time you feel that when you have anxieties, try to feel your body, to feel your body, how you see what is your reaction towards that emotion. And people always come back to me, or oh, sometimes they feel their stomach is really tight, and sometimes they feel that the, the chest is tight, sometimes that they feel the, the, the tension in the body. So I said, okay, you just feel that. And rather, because, because, because that is so, the emotion is so strong that actually your mind, if your mind is not strong enough, you get pulled in easily. So that's why you have to learn to develop you know, your mindfulness through a, a causal, causal object. Because bodily sensation, feelings is a causal object. Like some people try to force themselves when they're angry, they try to meditate, they force themselves, uh, you know, focusing on the breath. Actually, if you are very angry, it's quite difficult to force yourself. On the, when you do that, it's also another way of suppressing. Because breath is a very subtle object. It's more subtle object. Your body feeling sensation is a causal object. So it's easier to go with the causal object object than to a more refined object. Then after when you really, you know, become peaceful, you calm down, you know, when you feel less, you know, you uh, uh, angry, maybe it's not as angry, you know, it's if you started to feel calm down. And you can do, you know, like breathing exercise. It's just breathing in the anger, breathing out peace. When, when, when you recite that breathing in, Anger, breathing out peace, or breathing in anxieties, breathing out peace. So when you recite that, it also gives you the psychologically imprint in your mind that it's okay, it's okay that I feel that way, and you're making peace with that. It's okay, you make peace with that. You embrace that. So you breathing in, you embrace, you embrace this this unpleasant feelings. It's okay that I feel this way. You embrace that. And then you make peace with that. This is how you condition your mind. This is how you train your mind. You develop this habit of not fighting, not suppressing, but you learn, you know, do you, this is a way of, you know, psychologically, you, you brainwash telling yourself, it's okay. It's okay. It's unpleasant. You know, you embrace that. You do that breathing in, that unpleasant feelings, breathing out peace. And breathing in, breathing out peace. Actually, you can do it even sometimes outside. You know, whether you're in your workplace, wherever you you feel agitated and irritated, you just stop for. It's it's okay. You stop for, you know, a few seconds. It doesn't take you long. Just take three deep breaths, breathing in. You know that when someone agitates you, you know, you feel you feel irritated, breathing in irritation, breathing out peace, breathing in. And actually, that is like a stop you from following 
to, to stop you that habit of following, you know, because normally it's followed by thoughts and you, you follow the trends of thoughts and you go on and on and that's to help too. That's why some people think that, oh, oh no, some people said to me that, oh, they find that when they smoke, it's help them to calm themselves down. Actually, it's not the cigarette itself that really helping. <laughs> helping you to calm yourself that actually it's because when you when you when when you when because your attention no longer following that your attention in on to picking up a cigarette and then you light it your awareness attention on the this object you change your object then you feel peaceful and calm then people think that the secret helped you to calm down actually it's not because actually the same, it works the same thing so and if you do that you, 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 it costs you nothing your secret is very expensive you know so that's like it costs you nothing so it's just actually it works the same like you just your attention you know you go back you know to your body you know that's a, so you don't follow and then you don't have to pay anything, isn't it? Cost you, cost you, doesn't cost you anything. So it's very economical, and then you save lots of money on cigarette. And cigarette is also not healthy. And I, I know some people say that I have to have cigarette. If not, I cannot calm down. Then I, I keep telling the person, it's not the cigarette meet you. It's not the cigarette itself calming you down. It's just because of your because your 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 attention no longer with that. Your attention, you know, you can pick up the cigarette and you light it, and your 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 attention is here, you know, sucking in, you know, and out. The same thing. You're breathing in and out. It's just like you're smoking. Oh, breathing in, you know, uh, unpleasant feelings, breathing out pace, and then this is how. And, 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 and the mind is a conditioned thing. This is how you condition your mind. And then you develop this, you know, we call it like the, this habit that is a, uh, that is a, is a more skillful way, you know, to resolve your, your emotion rather than because if you are not mindful, not, it's very easily rather than, you know, resolve your emotion, actually you reinforce it's getting worse rather than it's getting better if you are not mindful so that's why first of all you have to understand that meditation is not to try to make yourself peaceful and calm if the calmness the peace come naturally as you develop your mindfulness you become more aware of that you know and then you, you and then then your mind have more clarity then you are not easily get affected your mind become very still very peaceful and also another thing that um, anger also that that also leads to a fault finding mind. So if you constantly that also you develop that 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 un, un, unwholesome qualities because when you get angry, would you think that oh this person so sweet oh this person so nice no isn't it you would think of how terrible the person is, isn't it? You will not think, oh, so sweet, oh, this person so nice. You, you never think that if you're angry at the person, you will think that the person is the most horrible person in the world. You try to think of how terrible the person is. So then constantly you think you have these negative thoughts. And then, then next time you develop the habit, you always find fault. You always look for, you know... <laughs> something wrong you know something you know that's it's nothing then you don't see anything good in that person they said after when you they said one of the one of the some of the contemplation reflection is good when you, your mind become more peaceful and calm that is good that we practice forgiveness 
You know, sometimes you don't have to wait for apologies in order to forgive. And sometimes I know people come to me, that person, they will apologize. I have, and they don't, if they don't send the apologies, I'm not going to forgive them. You don't have to wait for that. Because actually, when you forgive others, actually you've been kind to yourself. Because if you go on and on, you know, thinking how bad the person is, you actually, you're just harming yourself. Like the Buddha said, you're holding on a, a, a iron, you know, hot iron ball, you know, and you try to trade to others. Actually, you are the one, the first one who, who burn your hand, you know. That, that's why we don't see that actually we are harming ourselves much more then we think that we are going to punish that person. So we practice that. And then but actually you need to develop that, you know, to, 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 to condition your mind in that way. And then naturally, you know, when you, when you do that, you know, and actually it's naturally you always, you know, look for something good in others. For example, when you become peace, when your mind calms down, then you start to, to practice, you know, to look for something good in the person. Even I used to tell people, even the person being very nasty to you, said horrible things to you, being rude to you, he says, okay, you know, at least this person is, you know, uh, honest to the extent that this person is not pretentious. At least this person don't, didn't step my back, you know. <laughs> at least, you know, like some, you know, rather than, you know, you, 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 you get what you see. At least, you know, you're telling me, I'm getting what I see. At least the person right in front of you, they're not happy. They tell you they're not happy. They're just, you know, rather someone, they've been so nice to you, so sweet, but then they, they step your back. Then at least, oh, at least this person... They have good quality. And this is how you train your mind to look for things that is good in others. When you do that, actually you develop that quality as well. And this is, you know, when, when, when you think of something that is positive, actually you, you condition yourself that way. And naturally you always, you know, always look at something good. And then you, you can always, oh, thank you. And then practice, you know, gratitude. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to practice forgiveness. When you, you see that things that, you know, when you turn it around, it's just like you either, you either get bitter or you get better. So since damage already done, the person already said that, you can't do anything. So you might well make use of that, you know, to, 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 to make use of that, to allow that to make you a better person. Okay, you see, okay, you know, at least this person giving me the opportunity to practice forgiveness. And this, when you do that, actually it's helped you to develop those quality. So we, we need to have this quality to support your meditation. You cannot just use willpower. That's why don't force yourself to sit many hours. Just sit effortlessly how long you can sit. It's the quality, it's not the quantity. Don't fight. I've seen people force themselves to sit for three, four hours and they get up, they're so angry. <laughs> I see, initially, wow, so admiring, wow, this person, wow, so peaceful. Wow, I was like, so mm. wow, three hours, come out, oh, hitting on the mosquito, you know, mosquito, you can see, very angry. So, what's the point of the three hours, you know? You're not really peaceful. Inside is not peaceful. You're fighting. So no, just peaceful, calm. Your mind wander off. It's okay, fine. 
kind to your being, being kind to your mind is okay. I still love you. If you like to wander off, it's okay. I love you too. Please come back. You know, it's okay. The like Ajahn Rab uses the used to say the door of my heart, opening the door of my heart. It's always for you. I always open the door of my heart to you. It's okay. You wander off. You're always welcome to come back. And this is how you develop that that softness. You know, not fight. I see many people ended up after a while they don't meditate because I said why. They say, why I want to meditate? Because I don't want to torture myself. I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, that meditation is rather than become peaceful, you become more angry and then, and then you know, more upset and then uh, in agony. I remember a long time ago, I, I read about uh, Achancha's story and that really struck me. That really struck me. He, he, he said that when he was a young monk, he tried very hard, he meditated, he tried to meditate many hours, he tried very hard, until like, still don't have peace of mind, you know. And one day, he's ready to have enough, let go. Then he just enjoy, he's just walking around in the bush, just relax. And then suddenly he realized, actually, I'm more peaceful when I'm not meditating. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like, 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 last time Ajahn Brahm said about people to have that the experiment, you know, with people going for the spa and people go for meditation. See who is more relaxed and more peaceful. The people going to the spa is more peaceful. They said a lot of people tend to force themselves to focus on the breath. Breath is nothing, it's not so, not, not. So, so special is just breathing in the air in and air out. Is that's all? But people think that it's so special. They force themselves to, you know, naturally just relax, you know, and then you just naturally just aware, like the gatekeeper aware that you know the breathing in and out. You just aware, just observe. That's all. You might wonder off is fine. You can't you can't focus is fine. At least you know how 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 busy your mind is. Even you can't focus on your breath. You sit there observing yourself that your your wandering mind wander off all the time. I can tell you, even an hour you sit there. After that, you feel somehow you feel settle your, your your mind peaceful. But if you sit there an hour, try to fight, try to force yourself, you know. You know, focus on on, on on the object. Like, try to concentrate. Don't try to concentrate. <laughs> you know, we, we said that the mind become naturally still. You just observe. It's okay. You, you are not moving. You don't move. You know, just knowing the you just stay. Mindfulness is like a gatekeeper. You stay, and you know that your mind is wandered off. Okay. And then you know that your duty is to stay. It's not following the thoughts. You come back, this is your duty, this is your place, you stay. This is like a so remind yourself, it's like a gatekeeper, you stay. You don't follow every single visitor in and out. It's just like your, 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 any thoughts pops up, you know, arises that moment, you don't follow. But you keep coming back, but you're aware of that, you're aware that these visitors, you know, not very nice, you know, that he's, you know, coming to visit you. You don't have to entertain, you just stay. This is your job, your responsibility, your duty is just to stay as a gatekeeper, just to observe, not to get involved. <coughs> so that's why, that's why this is all about how meditation and this is some of the way, you know, you can, you, when, when you get very angry, you can take three deep breaths and you go to do content, you can do your con- body contemplation, 
you know, feel how your body reacts to the emotion. It also helps you to calm down, your, calm down yourself and then calm down your mind. And then you can do the breathing exercise. It also helps. And then like contemplation, like Dharma contemplation, reflection, it also helps. And also like loving kindness, meditation, it also helps. Helps you do, and then this is like a more a skillful way to deal with your emotion, to calm yourself down, calming your mind, calming down. It's a skillful way. It's not try to, you know. Uh, uh, I know people use all sorts of way uh, 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 to deal with the anger. I remember there was a couple. The, the husband, the husband is a very angry person. Always shouted as a wife, and the wife is just like as if that she's not reacting to his, you know. Then one day the husband asked the wife, you know, why, why, why you are so, you know, you, you don't get upset with me, even though I'm, I'm, I'm always angry at you, shouted at you, and it seems that you, you, yeah, you, you have no, no, no reaction, like you know, like not, not, like it's okay, like how, how, how do you do that, you know? So she said, whenever you, whenever you get angry at me, so this is how I deal with the anger, I will go and use a toothbrush, I wash the toilet. <laughs> so this is not recommended, okay, don't do that. <laughs> and I said, no, okay, you know, use a toothbrush. <laughs> Oh, get out there. So it's not a skillful bit. You know, some, sometimes this is how people get into all sorts of unskillful way to deal with that emotion to do with the anger, but this is where we don't recommend you to all this, you know, it's un, 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 because it will bring you more suffering. Maybe, yes, that moment you feel better, but actually you're feeding it. So that's why this is, this is ways of, you know, this is some, some, some ways of, you know, practice to help you to calm your mind down when especially sometimes when you meditate, sometimes when some, some people tell me when they meditate, certainly they have lots of sadness. Come up, and it's okay. Because when you're peaceful, those unresolved emotions will emerge. Actually, it's normal. Not to worry about that. Okay, when you have the sadness, you're just okay. Breathing in sadness is okay. Don't try to fight that, oh, I'm meditating. I shouldn't feel sad. You know, and okay, maybe, maybe I should, you know, put more effort, you know, try to focus more on my breath so that I don't feel it. I can tell you if you do that, you make it worse. So it's okay. It's a, it's a method where you not try to fight or suppress. You feel sadness, okay. Sadness, and you know, that moment, sadness arises, that moment, you just okay. I love you. You know, breathing in that sadness. I, you embrace that sadness. It's just like the, the love the mother towards the children. You embrace your children. No matter who they are, you always love them. So it's okay. I still love your sadness. Okay, you breathe in. Okay, make peace with that. It's okay. You embrace that, breathing out peace. And actually, this helps you that you have that, you know, that imprint in your mind, psychology. And then, Slowly, this is how you, 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 you brainwash yourself, you know, that, that condition yourself that to be able to accept whatever unpleasant feelings is okay. And you, actually, you, you accept that, actually, it's letting go. Acceptance is letting go. 
It's okay. You know, sometimes you feel grumpy. It's okay to be grumpy. You know, one always bright and beautiful all the time, isn't it? it it's just normal. You know, so it's fine. It's love yourself, and this is you need. It's not only you need that that being kind to yourself. You know, have the loving kindness towards yourself. It's okay because you. It's so because sometimes we think that you know we kind to everybody, but except ourselves. But the Buddha said. You, we are the one. Yourself is the one who deserves your love much more than anyone else. They say, have more loving kindness towards yourself. And actually, when you have that, that loving kindness matter towards yourself, actually, it's helped you to soften your mind. It's also helped you to calm your mind down. You know, when, when, you're, not, when you're angry, how do you feel? It's, you know, holding up, isn't it? So, when you have that soft, when you have that metta, the Kindness to yourself. Actually, it softens. You know, this is how you, you, you soften, you calm in yourself. Stroke, you know, stroke yourself. Okay, calm down, calm down. And this is, is a, a gentle way and a skillful way to calm your emotion, you calm that, that negative emotion, your anger. This is a, a, a skillful and gentle way of doing it. But most people, they just run, run away. Uh, but it's very easy to get distraction, you know, to, you know, into, into, into shopping. I know some people, I remember last time when I was in Singapore, this lady, and, and she told me her wardrobe, many dresses that is still, the price that is still there, she never wore it before. But she just want to buy. Because when she go out shopping, she forget. <laughs> She said, this is her way of dealing her agitation and irritation. When she has this agitation, irritation, and she goes shopping, then she feels better. So, of course, you ended up buying all unnecessary things. But that is an unskillful way. So, people get into all this unskillful way. And even people come to like self-harm, a way to relieve the emotion. Because when, 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 when they harm themselves, when they harm themselves when they cut themselves because the, 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 the tension is here because the mental suffering is more than the physical suffering so when they focus on that then you know they don't follow that you know then they, they, they feel they feel a relief you know relief from, from that mental suffering then they get into addicted to the because each time when she do that you feel relief then they got addicted to that, but this is not a skillful way. So that's why you see some people got into all weird stuff, you know, and, and, and all, you know, and, and unskillful, unskillful action to, to resolve that, that, that emotion, but that brings you more suffering. It's not going to resolve. But through the practice, you know, to, to, to develop your mind, and to develop that, that clarity that is a wisdom, the wiser you are, the happier you are. And that is come from the, the pure meta. It's come from your purity. It's naturally, when your mind is pure, you're naturally kind. You look at children, normally children, they're kind, isn't it? Because they're pure, the mind. Because the, the, actually the, the defilement itself really causes the, the suffering. So this is a, this a whole path of practice. It's a path of purification. You purify your mind. So it's naturally, as you become purer and purer, it's naturally kind. 
you don't have to say, man, you know, you don't have to wish that I may I be a kind person, good person. No, you're naturally. And also a kind person naturally is a, a wise a wise person is naturally a kind person. It's natural. And a, a kind person is also naturally a wise person. And this is the result of the practice. So I offer this for your reflection and any questions or comments. Any questions or comments? Everybody happy? Or all happy customers? Any questions or comments? No? No questions? No comments? Yes. Yes. So normally we we don't we don't like uh, like to identify myself is this, but we develop those quality. For example, like for example, like the Buddha said, when 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 they always give advice to the monks and nuns, they said you only talk about the Dhamma, but you don't you know you don't extort or you know or to put someone down. If for example, you only you only when you teach the Dharma, you only speak about the Dharma. For example, if someone keeping five precepts, we just said that, okay, doing this, keeping precepts, you bring you happiness, you know, and because you're, you're practicing non-harming, non-violent, and you look at it that way, to, look at the, to develop that quality that's free you from suffering, and we don't say that, oh, you are a good person because you're keeping five precepts. Oh, though they are not good, keeping it, they're baddie, baddie, they're bad, <laughs> you're goody. So that, then, then you're not speaking the Dhamma. So you're only speaking of Dhamma that you do this, this is the result of getting this. And sometimes when we do reflection, we only, we are not identify ourselves with that. But we seeing that that's why you that's why you require that you have to have a bit of you know clarity to recognize that certain qualities in you. It's not to identify yourself with that qualities. So me, I'm better. I'm good. Like I, for example, I have someone I met when I was in Thailand, and she identified herself like a very helpful, very kind. But of course, when I, I then. She's a, wow, she's very, you know, really go out the way, you know, like almost I'm knocking on people, thought, hey, you need help, you know. Of course, she come back to me, she complained, she said, you know, oh, I'm, and people, I'm not being appreciated, you know, I've been trying to be helpful, kind, and people just not happy with me. Then I told her, I said, it's okay being kind. It's okay being helpful. The problem is you identify yourself. You've been attached to being kind. That is the problem, I said. It's okay, I said. I said, you know, if people come and ask you for help, you give you all you got, you know, 
full attention to help that person, but you don't go and knock on people though you need help. Sometimes people think that you, you, you even irritate people much more. I don't, you know. Sometimes hey, he just come and disturb me, you know. And then that's why she says that she's not being appreciated. So the the problem is that not that we recognize certain qualities that bring us happiness, but not to identify that you know I'm like kind person, I'm good person because I had the experience when I was a lay person I I find it very difficult to say no to people even I'm so I'm very helpful, try to help everybody you know. of course when you do that my place is really full and sometimes it's too much for me, but when people come to me and ask help, I find it actually I really can't do it anymore, but I'm struggling. I want to say no, but eventually I said yes. And I, I know that I, 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 I saw that, you know, it caused me more suffering. And this is then I, I realized that that is the, I, how I identify myself. And I want to be light because I'm, I don't want, like, if I said no to others, then they might think that, you know, that they may not like me. So we try to please others, you know. And this is how most people, you know, we live. Half of our life pleasing others, another half of our life going through all the all, all the all the emotion, all the anxieties, you know, caused by others, and then don't have a moment of peace. So, I mean, it's, it's you just, I you just I I you just seeing these qualities in you to appreciate that, but it's not identified. This is me. Because when you identify this is me, that is the, 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 the attachment of being this person. And then the, and there is the attachment actually like, like this person because she attached like, like, like myself, like I, I identify I'm a kind person. Then I can't say no to others. And then there is also part come from the ego. So that, that is a different, you know what I mean? Like the Buddhists always said that we, we, we the Buddhists encourage us to, to, to really to appreciate ourselves when we do something good. Then we just remember, I have done this, oh, this is how I feel. Like you do something, you'll you be of service, you help someone, and then you feel, you, you, you have a, a, a lot of joy and happiness. So then you, you, you understand that this quality, is it that answer your questions or this makes sense to you? Yes. Um, I, I understand your teaching. Yeah. Because for me, Yeah. And so, um, 
one of the Buddha's teaching, the Buddha's always said, care for yourself first before you care for others. You care for yourself, you care for others. Because sometimes that's why I try to look after myself as much as I could. Because, hey, if you're not well, people have to look after you. <laughs> that's why sometimes, I, sometimes you look after yourself, actually you are being kind to yourself and also you're being kind to others. And others don't have to look after you. So they said, the Buddha's always said, you know, you help yourself. They said in Dhammapada, Buddha said, many people try to help others, try to pull people out. Before they can pull the other people out, they got pulled in. So they said, you have to develop yourself as, you know. Then you have to, also it's good that one of the things that you know your limitation and it's not that we are not kind, we are not helpful, but how much we can give. But sometimes people like my friends, like she's like always others like that I'm good and then she really ended up very busy, you know, and doing all sorts of things for others and she had forgotten herself. Yeah. So then this is also like being kind, you know. Actually loving kindness you have to start within yourself, you know, that you open up. Actually, it's not that you try to send something out, but actually, true loving kindness is about opening up yourself, allowing others to come in. That is a true loving kindness. It's not that I am loving, I give you something. No, it's like more opening up, your, opening up yourself to allow people to come in. So any more questions or comments? No more, more questions or comments? So, yeah, 9.40 already. So, no questions or comments. Then we just sit for a while, just to meditate. And then afterwards, um, whoever you, you feel like you want to get up to walk, you can. And, uh, yeah, just don't force yourself to sit um, as long, you know, sit for many hours, just sit however, uh, effortlessly however long you can. So we just um, meditate for a while. So yeah, we do that.